0: Good morning and welcome to Beacon Church's latest Sunday on the sofa. It is Christmas time and have we got a treat in store for you in just a moment. First of all, a couple of reminders, um, just to let you know what's coming up over the next few weeks. Next Sunday, the 20th of December, we'll be having a virtual carol service. Um, The following week, on the 27th, there'll be no uh, pre-recorded video and no Zoom meeting. It'll be a weekend off over the Christmas break and then we'll be back on January the 3rd. So you can just make a note of those in your diary so you know what's coming up. And uh, also a reminder, some of you will have received in the um, midweek update emails, um, information about um, Relational Missions Christmas Appeal. is something we, uh, we uh, donate to between us. Uh, we worship with our wallets, so to speak, and to help out um, people in need uh, in this country and around the world over the years at Christmas time. That's what we've been doing. This year's Christmas Appeal for Relational Mission, which is our wider family of churches. Um, this appeal is to set up a seed fund to help invest in businesses to help them bring hope to the broken communities they're in. Um, if you want to know more details uh, you can go to relationalmission.org slash appeal and there's plenty of information and videos there uh, to bring up to speed. There's um, information there about how you can donate or you can um, send money direct to our treasurer Paul who will then pass it on and, on your behalf Uh, please do consider if you haven't already how uh, you can um, contribute to this wonderful wonderful opportunity to help make a difference around the world to people who are in need when comparatively we have much let's 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 not just share the hope that is within us but um, share the wonderful gifts that God has given us let's share those around and make a difference to people who need it Uh, please do consider that and pray through how you can uh, participate now then it is trailblazers christmas takeover yes indeed ollie and lou and mel the rest of the team and the children were are all going to lead us through for the next half an hour on the subject of waiting this is advent time the story of waiting for jesus to arrive and then about us we as christians also still waiting for jesus to come back again as well what a wonderful thing to um to consider and to and to look upon, that's what we're going to do now. I'm going to hand over to them. You won't see me again right at the end. You'll have seen enough of me singing a song at the end anyway, Uh, but it ends on a high note. I don't want to detract from that. So I want to just leave the team to it, to uh, point us to Jesus. So Trailblazers, over to you. It's
1: the Trailblazers Christmas Takeover. Yay! (laughs)
2: Good morning everyone. Whether you're a member of Beacon Church or a guest just joining us today, we'd like to wish you a very warm welcome. Christmas is fast approaching and excitement is building. So today, we're gonna be having a think about waiting and what it means to wait for Jesus. We have all sorts of fun coming up, so without any more waiting, I'm gonna pass you over to Ollie for our first game.
3: Thank you, Mel. Yes, it is time for the first game today. Um, it's a game that's very popular with the Trailblazers, but it's not just for the Trailblazers. I want everyone to be playing this at home. So, um, what it is, it's a scavenger hunt. Now, normally during our Trailblazer sessions, we we all get given something to go and find. We go and find it, bring it back, and we we you know show each other what we've got. Obviously, it's a little bit different um, for this, but we can still do it. What I'm gonna do is give you a 10 second countdown for each item there's five to find around your home um i want everyone to do this okay it's not just kids it's adults as well so make sure we'll see you all doing this okay now then the first item you've got 10 seconds to find is something that a baby would like and the second thing can you find something that rhymes with ah or bar or whatever accent the sheep wants to speak in 10 seconds find something that rhymes with bar okay the next item can you go and find something that was given to you as a gift Okay, for the next item, can you go and find something that has wings? And the final item to find, you've got 10 seconds to find something that lights up the darkness. Okay, so that's five items hopefully you managed to find have a look at them see if there's anyone else um with you that's that's found some things see if you found the same things found different things um okay what we're going to do now is um hand over to lou and the, and the mills kids they're going to be going through um the nativity story with you um as we go through the story have a look see if you can find anything those items we've just been looking for see if you can find any things like that in the story today lou over to you
1: i'm going to read he's here from the jesus storybook bible by sally lloyd jones everything was ready the moment god had been waiting for was here at last god was coming to help his people just as he promised in the beginning but how would he come what would he be like what would he do mountains would have bowed down seas would have roared Trees would have clapped their hands, but the earth held its breath. As silent as snow falling, he came in, and when no one was looking, in the darkness, he came. There was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was the great, 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 great grandson of King David. One morning this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When she saw the tall shining man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, and he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a little boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He's the one. He's the rescuer. The God who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with just a word. The God who could do anything at all was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world? But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true? Is there anything too wonderful for God? Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than what her eyes could see. And she believed. I am God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do. Sure enough, it was just as the angel had said. Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. Now Mary and Joseph had to take a trip to Bethlehem, the town King David was from. But when they reached the little town, they found every room was full. Every bed was taken. Go away, the innkeepers told them. There isn't any place for you. Where would they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come. They couldn't find anywhere except an old tumble-down stable. So they stayed where the cows and the donkeys and the horses stayed. And there, in the stable, amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows, in the quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born, his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped him up to keep him warm. They made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as his cradle. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel. Which means God has come to live with us, because of course he had.
4: Has anyone seen that lion? I've lost him. Where can he be? Ah, there you are. Come here, Henry. You're needed for something, okay? You're needed for something. Right Now, this month is a special month, okay? It's called December. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a special day in December. Do you know what we call it? No, we don't call it the longest day. The longest day is in June. It's in December. When in December is the longest day? Christmas Eve? And why is December the 24th, Christmas Eve, the longest day? It never seems to end. It seems to go on. Is that because you're waiting for Christmas Day? Ah, so you think that Christmas Eve is the longest day of the year. It is for you, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's Christmas we're waiting for, isn't it? People have been waiting for Christmas on and off for years every year but particularly the very first christmas mary was waiting because she had a big baby inside her and it was waiting to be born and she found that rather hard yes you've never had a baby if you no no i never have but there's a reason for that okay yeah don't worry about that we'll deal with that another time well joseph was waiting too. no he wasn't going to have a baby mary was having the baby he was waiting for god's promise to be fulfilled, for it to be true that the baby was coming, for it to arrive. He was busy waiting and looking after Mary. That's right, absolutely. You know, they had to get to Bethlehem and that was a long way to go. Now, I don't think she ever said, are we nearly there yet? She kept kept herself quiet on that one. And she was looking forward to a nice bed in the inn no, she didn't get one. No, that's very sad, isn't it? She didn't get a nice bed in the inn. They ended up living in a stable for a while, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they had to wait till, they, till the journey got them there, okay? Other people were waiting. Anna and Simeon were waiting. They weren't having babies, but they were waiting for God's son to be born, okay? They were waiting. Others were waiting as well. We don't know all the people that were waiting, but there were others. Who were waiting for Jesus to be born. That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Well, some hadn't thought about it. No, it never occurred to them that God's son being born was going to be something special. And some didn't want Jesus to come. They weren't waiting at all, were they? Well, one of them was, was Herod. No, not Henry, Herod. He was a king. And uh, he hated the thought of another king coming called Jesus. He didn't think that was right at all. Now, so some were waiting, wanting him, some didn't want him, and some hadn't thought about it. I wonder what about the people that are watching us, what they think, whether they're waiting for Jesus and wanting him, or hating him and not wanting him, or they've never really thought about it. No, I don't know either, and I just wonder I which group each one is in. Those wanting, those who don't know, and those who hate him. You don't hate him, no, that's good, that's good. Waiting is very hard, isn't it? Yes. Waiting for food. No, we're not going to talk about what your favorite food is, no, no. Waiting for Christmas is very hard. Waiting for your birthday, waiting to go to bed, you're always waiting to go to bed oh yeah it's because you spent too long sleeping waiting for holidays to come for people to arrive no no they're not actually coming now but sometimes we're waiting for people to arrive people are waiting for a vaccine no no you won't have to have a vaccine don't worry you'll be okay or waiting for the end of the journey like mary was are oh, we nearly there yet but you know christians are waiting for something else to happen now they're waiting for Jesus to come back because he has promised he will come. No, not to a stable in Bethlehem, coming in power and great glory, coming for those who love him and for those who are ready for him. So there we are. That's some thoughts about waiting, right? I'm going to say bye bye to the boys and girls, are you? That's it, yes. Yes, some of them have waked back to that. Up there. That's good, that's good. All right, okay. Bye-bye,
3: then. Bye-bye. Thank you, Derek. And Henry, of course. Derek raised some really interesting points there, and i just like to think about that. He asked us where we were, whether we love Jesus. Are we waiting for Jesus to return? Perhaps, like King Herod, we don't love Jesus. We don't really like him very much. But perhaps you're someone who's never really thought about it. Well. If that's you, today I would ask that you would consider Jesus because we believe that that tiny baby in the manger was God made flesh. The Bible tells us that through Jesus' death and resurrection on the cross, he defeated death and sin and he made a way for us to be with God eternally. Now he has given us all an invitation to join him. The question is, how will you respond? Now then, we're about to do our second game. Before we do, I thought I'd like to pray first. Lord, thank you for sending Jesus, our wonderful Saviour. Lord, you are so worth waiting for. As Derek says, there are many people who have not thought about Jesus. And I just pray that you will send the Holy Spirit to testify to them the truth of who you are and the incredible gift you offer to us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so on to our final game. This is a picture puzzle. I'm going to pop this picture up on the screen now. I need to get quite close to have a look at this one. Some of these are easy. Some of them are not. I want you to see if you can find the items listed at the bottom there in the picture. Like I say, some are quite tricky to find. You have to look close. Can you find three stars hidden in there? And two bells. Can you find there's an angel in there? And... Uh, hidden three crosses there's also one staff and two candles I struggled a bit to find the second candle so see if you can find those okay I'll put you all out of your misery so the stars three stars two bells one angel three crosses stuff and there are the two candles well done if you managed to find some of those okay we are now going to continue on with our theme of waiting in this season of waiting and I'm gonna hand over to Mel and her kids they've been um, looking at waiting and how how that can sometimes be quite fun and exciting and sometimes it can be quite frustrating so Mel over to you
2: yeah. Have you ever had to wait for something? Yes. What things can you think of?
5: Um, Auntie Anna and my
2: birthday. Oh, okay. What well, going to visit mm. Auntie Anna? Yeah. So, and how do you feel when you're waiting for those things?
5: Sometimes I wish for they were now, but if when I do have it, I wish it, it it all started all over again.
2: Oh, what you wish you could like wait have the excitement of waiting for it again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the Bible says that there's obviously bits in the Bible where people had to wait for stuff, like people had to wait for Jesus before he came to the earth and did all his work on the earth he did for us. And now the Bible tells us that we're waiting for Jesus to come again, that Jesus will come again one day and, yeah, make everything perfect. So um, I've got a thing for you, for you to um, help you think about waiting for stuff and what it's like waiting for stuff. So, this is a present, and it's got lots of layers, a bit like a pasta parcel. You can open one layer a day, and I've forgotten how many layers there are, so I don't know when you'll get to the present in the middle. But you can open a layer a day, and then we'll see how, you know, we'll be waiting for the present to come in the middle, and see how that feels. Go on then, you can do your first layer. Cool. Well done. And we we'll put it somewhere safe for tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Does Jesus tell us to keep him all to himself, or does he tell us to tell other people about well, him?
5: Well, he wants us to tell other people so more people know him, and then he'll be really
1: happy.
2: That is perfectly correct, Esme. So, do you think then? that we should share this present with Kai and Drew and go and tell them about it.
5: I don't know, your choice.
2: I think it would be quite exciting to tell them about it, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then they can help you open the layers each day and share what's inside it.
5: Mm, Okay.
2: Yeah? That's one layer. Okay, well done.
5: Yeah, feels oh, You day? reckon? Tell. Tell.
2: Tell. We have I to wait tell. and see, won't we? Day three. Whoa. Whoa. Is this the middle? Oh, another layer. No, that's another layer. Another layer. It's box though. it's a box
5: isn't it?
2: bit tricky, this one, isn't it? Wait, I got it. I
5: know what oh, 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 to do. Bye. 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 i sorry. i sorry. i me. i Shut you bit. Hey, it.
2: Oh, so far. Yeah. oh, another layer! <laughs> no! How are you feeling about waiting for this present? Good. Good. Excited. Yes? Excited, yeah? Is there anything bad about waiting for it? No, or me. that you're feeling oh. bad about? No. No, it's just all exciting, is it? Yeah? Yeah?
5: yeah.
2: yeah. Did you yes. not feel a little bit frustrated when you just saw there was another wrapper? No, not really. I was. Was you? I was. I was. But still excited. Yeah. So I it's kind ready. of good. I was excited.
5: I was excited. Yeah. I was excited yeah. for the present. Can oh. cannot open it? All.
2: Do you think it might be tomorrow?
5: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah maybe. but a wait. A
2: We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, here we go again. So, Kai, why are we doing this? Um, what are we thinking to about? To for
5: Jesus to come back.
2: Yeah, to remind us about we're waiting for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. A bit like this present yeah. we're waiting for. Okay, ready to catch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to
0: yeah.
5: catch you for my and go, then. to do it right. go, 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 go,
1: Well done, Mel and Esme, Kai and Drew. That gave such a great illustration of the excitement, anticipation and sometimes frustration of waiting. What are you like when you need to wait for something? For me, it definitely depends on the situation, but if I'm honest, I can be pretty impatient. As Derek showed us earlier, the Bible is full of examples of God's people needing to wait on his promises. We are told, to wait for the Lord. So there must be something about waiting that is good for us. When we're having to wait, it's a sign that something in the now isn't quite right. Things are not complete. We're looking forward to something else. When we don't wait and trust in Jesus, we try to answer our own prayers, meet our own needs and pursue our own agendas. When we do wait on God and trust in him, We put Jesus in the place he belongs, in the driving seat of our lives. We acknowledge that we need him in every way, in every aspect of our lives. He is God and we are not. Here's a little idea. I find the empty crib a wonderful reminder to wait for Jesus. Waiting to celebrate his birth at Christmas waiting to see him break through in areas of life where it might feel like it's needed and waiting expectantly for him to come again. Kids, perhaps thinking about making your own empty crib at home, you could use a box maybe with some shredded up paper for straw or you could make a lolly stick one like this, um, just without the little head. Grown-ups, maybe think about using an image of the empty crib and putting it somewhere you'll see it a lot or using the image as a screensaver on your phone or computer. If you're watching this and you don't know Jesus, I know that you've experienced an itch that nothing quite seems to scratch and a hunger that nothing seems to satisfy. We constantly look forward to the next celebration, holiday, relationship, payday, to satisfy us for a while, but then we're waiting again for the next good thing. Our souls long for a relationship with God through Jesus. Only that will satisfy us. And this only comes when we believe that he died on the cross for our sin, defeated death and rose again, and when we repent and turn our lives to him. If that's something you'd like to know more about, then please get in touch. If you do know Jesus, if you know he died for you and you've turned your life to him, then enjoy waiting to celebrate his birth in the full knowledge that it is finished and he has done everything required to reconcile you with God. And wait eagerly for him to come again in glory. As Hebrews uh, chapter nine, verse 28 says, so Christ having been offered once to bear the sins of many will appear a second time not to deal with sin but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him how incredible is that thank you for being with us this morning it's time to worship our wonderful god so get on your feet have a dance and give him the glory
0: we're going to sing many years ago to the tune of jingle bells if you don't know it already so it's really easy to pick up I want to hear those A's in the middle of the chorus. You'll know where they are. Here we go.
5: Many years ago, in a stable far away, Christ our Lord was born. What a happy day, singing filled the air, glory shone around. Resting shepherds heard the news while seated on the ground. today, go and see him lying there in a manger filled with hay. Then the sky came alive, angels everywhere, singing hymns of joyful praise to God who sent them there. On to Bethlehem, in a most excited way, shepherds came to see Christ our Lord that day. Brighter than the day bearing gifts of her frankincense and gold they had come to see fulfilled the prophecy of old.